0: Coming to you, undead from the crit, this is Adelaide Horror Podcast, with Zombie Joe. Hi and welcome to the Adelaide Horror Podcast, it's your host Zombie Joe. Tonight's episode is number 13, it's a Halloween special. I'm going to be reviewing 2007's Trick or Treat and also giving a horrible mention to Haunt 2019. So before I get into the reviews, so I just a little bit of uh, uh, housekeeping and promotional work here. So I just want to um, uh, plug the Hospital Research Foundation. So together we fry it. And this is the charity that I um, chose to donate to um, this Halloween and I'm encouraging the members of the um, Adelaide Horror Podcast group or anyone that pretty much sees this um, to uh, follow the link on the Facebook group. Um, it's pretty much under one of these videos that I've just uploaded tonight. Uh, if you just click on that, follow the link and then just donate any amount that you can uh, towards a really good um, charity. Uh, the, the, the work that they do is really important. It's uh, to fund uh, medical research and to pretty much tackle the real monster which is really fatal diseases and uh, things that uh, take our loved ones away so so yeah if you could uh donate what you can that would be fantastic um also i'd like to give a massive plug and a thank you again to uh to laura at mobile makers australia for uh, replicating my character zombie joe from the uh from the illustration to to real life so uh, once again done an amazing job um anyone that can turn this potato head into something of of an art piece is uh is uh deserves a medal so uh well done to laura that that was really really good and just an enjoyable process it was, it was a lot of fun and uh you know it's just a it's a great day i really enjoy halloween it's just a great day where you can just kind of you know muck around and uh, and be yourself and enjoy something a little bit kooky and spooky and uh, forget your troubles, you know. And especially now, uh, globally in what's been happening, uh, yeah, I think uh, one day of, or one night of uh, just uh, shaking everything off and forgetting something is pretty good. So yeah, so I hope you all have enjoyed your Halloween evening uh, with uh, watching favorite horror films with your loved ones like I have uh cool anyway so with that i'm going to get cracker schlacken straight into these dvds so like i said i'm going to be reviewing uh 2007 trick-or-treat and 2019's haunt now this one haunt really got me um i wasn't ready for this movie this year um so i uh, can't actually recall where I, I must have been on Prime um, came across it watched it just instantly went whoa whoa whoa, whoa 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 I've got to buy this movie like pretty much mid-film I was like okay I've got to buy this film I've got to own it so this is and that's what Trick or Treat did for me when I first saw it back in I think I 08 or uh, when uh, when I saw it for the first time on DVD, it just really blew my socks off mid-film. mid, mid film. I was like, yeah, I need to buy and own this movie. So, you know, it's I'm very finicky with what I buy and what I add to my collection. So when I'm like mid-film and I'm saying, yeah, <laughs> I'm committing to buying it. You know, it's, it's a good film. So that's why I'm uh, recommending these two films tonight uh, for you. So uh, hopefully the original video that I put up before just with a bit of like some, just going through the different um, uh, streaming services to see like, you know, recommendations from me and then basically there was one on uh, free free to air channels. So hopefully if you don't have those uh, pay streaming apps, uh, hopefully you managed to find a movie that uh, suits you on the free to air TV. Unfortunately, we live in a world now where there's no DVD shops, there's no blockbusters and I could have just, would have made my life very easy. I would have just gone, basically, go out to your DVD shop and buy this movie, this movie, this movie, and this movie. But now that that doesn't exist anymore, well, you know, that's that's the way it is. That's how the tombstone crumbles. So, what do you do? Uh, this is this is our reality now. So we we do paid streaming services, and uh, I understand too that a lot of people can't do paid streaming services. So uh, yeah, you're, you've uh, Pretty much watching free to air TV, so it's good that Seven mate. Um, this is how behind I am. I'm not even following half these channels. I didn't even know Shake existed. <laughs> it was Channel Ten, uh, Channel Thirteen. Apparently it's called Shake. I had no idea. Um, so there you go. Uh, channel Thirteen. They had some horror films on. More catering for the kids in the early afternoon, which I thought was really good. So kind of um, you know like uh, Hocus Pocus and. Uh, uh, Casper uh, you know just stuff like that that was that was really good and, and growing up as a kid like these movies would have appealed to me especially with Halloween Halloween in the 80s in Australia was pff, I, I can't even recall it like to be honest I, I only I only uh, really saw this stuff in, in films like really everyone was referring to Halloween I don't recall people going around trick or treating when I was a kid; like it just wasn't happening. Um, and then it kind of picked up in the in the kind of the late nineties. So, um, went to plenty of Halloween parties in my teens; like uh, it seemed to be a late teen thing. Uh, and uh, in early twenties, we all dressed up and uh, and and drank a lot <laughs> and hit the parties. And all dressed up and that was good and that was our kind of night out and I kind of missed that and but uh, yeah it was it was good times like you know and but now Halloween's kind of picking up so that's that's kind of good thing and the kids are getting into it now with the trick-or-treating so that's a good thing it's just you know this year you know uh, Rona occurred and uh, yeah so that was it Um, yeah everyone kind of was uh, like I said before you know everyone's kind of staying in their crypts tonight so that's that's about it uh, so we're, we're pretty much have to have our own little parties or little get-togethers and uh, enjoy our movies at home so yeah just make your fun How you how you know do what you can just do your best so yeah cool alrighty so now trick-or-treat um, came out in uh, 2007 it got released for us uh, in October right on Halloween 2009 because it did uh, some uh, some horror film circuits before it finally got to us as a DVD release so uh, and that's how I found out about Trick or Treat I would have absolutely gone to see this at the cinema if it was out of the cinema but it didn't come out of the cinema come out on DVD so I was just have, like I usually do on the weekend after work I was going to uh, local video shop buying up some stuff grabbing some hundred jacks on the way home and uh, yeah when when I had no responsibilities it was <laughs> good times uh, so yeah just grabbed a whole bunch of DVDs and uh, yeah you know went home uh, and, and trickle cheat just jumped out like it was lives it was a new release I was like oh man I don't even hear about this um, so I was like okay let's let's have a shot and and um, at home and it was the first one I watched because I just thought I've got to see this film this this has got my interest like it's got my interest Um, and didn't really know that it was going to be like an anthology Uh, so then I started to realize it was an anthology so I was like okay I'm liking this already uh, this is this is really really good and uh, the story kind of started to chuck me around everywhere like timeline wise it started to throw me around everywhere, so I kind of liked that. I was like, oh, okay, I've got to really focus on what, what I'm doing here. I just can't sit and tune off. Like, I've got to pay attention to what the story's trying to tell me, like, and, and I like that too sometimes. So, uh, yeah, it really got my interest. Um, the characters, it introduced a lot of characters, so you kind of had to really be on the ball with what was going on or you'd miss where you were and you'd have to rewind and get back to where you, where you were again. Uh, with this. So basically the the, the general kind of theme of, of Trick or Treat is that you have Sam, which is short for Sam Howen, and um, that's the original uh, name for Halloween. Um, he is like the gatekeeper, well the keeper of Halloween. So he's kind of zooming around because he's dressed up like a little character like a little kid pretty much you know in a in a costume is almost kind of like policing uh the the humans like to make sure that they're they're doing their right um halloween traditions and this term gets brought up a lot in this movie uh that you know it used to be a sacred tradition and now it's just all about you know getting drunk and hooking up and going to parties and drugs and and, and all sorts of stuff. And, and, you know, the the kids aren't following the rules and the adults aren't following the rules either. And uh, so this movie really kind of uh, zones in on these issues uh, throughout the film and kind of shows you the adults behaving badly and it kind of shows you the kids behaving badly. So this kind of starts to irritate um, Sam for short, uh starts to irritate him so he starts to uh sort some people out <laughs> like he's the, yeah, he's the he's the is the hard line of the uh supernatural law enforcement he's <laughs> he starts sorting them out and uh in in rather gruesome ways and uh yeah so it's, it's entertaining, it's fun, it is it is scary. Like, it, it, there's some bits, you know, it, it still freaks me out a little bit and I love being freaked out by this movie. I, I still like it, it's, I, I can't help it. Uh, I already know what happens. I've seen this movie over 10 times and I still don't get sick of this film. I can sit and watch this thing from start to end um, and just enjoy it Like and go, wow. And sometimes you actually pick up something that you didn't pick up before, because this is that kind of movie where you watch it on the, when I first watched this movie, I was kind of going, oh, okay, the timeline changing was throwing me around a little bit. So I had to really kind of concentrate and follow the story. Even though I was doing that, I still missed bits. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna have to rewatch this film at some stage. So, but I really enjoyed the film. So I went out and bought it. I bought it, took it home, and I I was able to watch it again. And in, in the rewatch, I was kind of half privy to what they were trying to do. And I managed to, to follow along and I found some massive um kind of like the plot twists, like what but they're all connected and I was like, Oh wow. So that, that was that really was why this movie bumped up to a really high level filming and why I really enjoyed it really really enjoyed it so yeah that's that's the the great thing so you follow a few characters uh in this in this movie like I said it's a it's an anthology so your these stories are interwoven these characters are all interwoven with each other and they interact with each other and then their demises are separate so but the general rule of thumb is They've, they've kind of broken Halloween laws um, and ha- Halloween traditions. And so little Sam is there to sort him out. So, uh, and he, and rightly so, and he does. Cool. So let's talk about who created this fantastic masterpiece. So, cause I got that excited about the movie I ended up overshooting and, and didn't, didn't stick with the, the nuts and bolts first. I just jumped straight in and, and uh, blah, blah, blah about the movie. So, whoops, I got a bit excited. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, anyway, uh, written and directed by Michael Dougherty. Now, Michael Dougherty uh, did Krampus. Uh, he was the writer for Krampus, and he was also the writer for Superman Returns. Uh, yeah so it was like we've done the release so uh, the budget information I couldn't grab a hold of I don't know why I'd hunted high and low and just couldn't get any deets on budget gross or if it made if it made budget like I've got no idea Um, the rank for this is six out of ten dramatically wrong like way way off so it's an it's for me it's a nine point five out of ten like all day long um i'm not the kind of person where i'm gonna say i'm gonna fight you on it (laughs) like but i'm just like yeah 9.5 me personally this movie's cracker like it's really good uh and uh yeah so if you haven't seen it i heavily recommend this movie um with the podcast show version of that I'm going to be talking about this I will be talking about this movie in depth so if you haven't seen this film see the film first and then listen to the podcast because the podcast is gonna I'm gonna let loose with the noose and uh, you'll there, there may be potential spoilers in this one in order to to kind of uh, navigate through the storyline and the plot twists so yeah anyway. That's that's that. So the actors, you've got uh, Principal Steven Wilkins. Now he's played by Dylan Baker. Now you'd know Dylan Baker. Uh, there's a new Amazon show with Al Pacino called Hunters. It's about uh, Jewish, um, uh, a group of Jewish um, kind of fighters that got together to um, hunt down Nazi war criminals in America in the 70s. Fantastic show. Um, Dylan Baker actually plays a German one of the German generals or one of the German scientists uh, from a death camp uh, and that was on witness protection so they actually gave him so he's got this really US stinky, stinky uh, kind of accent until he gets found out and then his German accent comes out and it's really sinister and this guy is a nutbag absolute nutbag and he plays it so well and he's just really sinister, like how he can just contorts his face. Like he's nice and smiley one minute, and then he contorts his face and just looks instantly sinister. And so in this, in this movie, uh, like I said, he's the principal, but he he creepy. <laughs> he's he's creepy piece of cheese uh, in this one, and he it does a uh, he. Uh, yeah, he he plays it really well, and it's it, the sinister creepiness in this one is is just ugh. anyway, massive heebie-jeebies uh, go off when you see him in this one here. He's got a son in this. Um, his son is uh, Billy Wilkins, uh, played by Connor Christopher Levins. Uh, and we would know him from Eight Below, uh, the movie about the huskies. So that was uh, that was his latest. After the movie, after this one, uh, then we have uh, Henry and Emma. Um, so they're a married couple at the start of the film, and these guys are the ones that kind of break. Well, correction, the wife breaks the rules and the tradition, and Sam sorts her out. And um, the husband is very much like, no, you need to leave this stuff out. what like, you can't take down Jack O'Lanterns. Like on the night of Halloween. You just, you can't do it. You've got to leave them burning all night, apparently. So she's like, no, 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 it's going to look like shit. You need to clean up the house. You need to clean all this up. Like, you know, you're going to be slack. You're not going to clean it in the morning, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, 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 no. He's like really super paranoid about it. So uh, the actor's name is uh, Tamar uh, Pendinkit. Completely murdered his name, and I apologize about that. Uh, you'd know his face. He's on Battlestar Galactica. That's that's how I know him. That's where I know him from. Uh, Emma is Leslie uh, Bilob, Bib? Yep, Bib. Uh She was in Iron Man one and two, and also in the recent babysitter, babysitter killer queen movie that's on Netflix. That was that was a really good. Sequel to the babysitter. Uh, that was uh, that was a good one. So yeah, anyway, they they're the t- first two interaction that you've got, and then you've got opening credits, um, for uh, for the movie Juggle Treat. So uh, yeah, you've got Sam now. The kid that plays Sam, he's also the peeping kid in the costume shop in in the movie where there's a group of girls that they're all uh, um, getting changed and putting their costumes on, and this little kid's kind of he's got a lollipop. Which is kind of the, the the little nod to Sam. He's got the lollipop, but he's he's on the girls anyway. Um, so yeah, that's him. Anyway, he he does. He was you'd know him from the Man in the High Castle, which I thought I'd recognised him from, the, even though as a kid. He was a pretty distinctive face. Um, he's one of the young main characters in uh, in that, and he's also in the One Hundred um, TV show. And then we've got. This group of girls that I was talking about in the change room, right? So there's the head of the pack, who is Lauren Lee Smith. She plays Danielle. There's Rochelle Ains plays Maria. Monica Dillion plays Jeanette. And Anne uh, Paquin plays Laurie. And she's kind of like the new girl in this group. And she keeps talking about tonight's her first time. So, you're kind of suggesting like these girls are kind of going to this party and for some reason they need dates. And it's it's kind of weird. Like, when I initially saw this and saw them, I was like, yeah, you know, Admiral Agbar Admiral in my head was like, it's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> like, like, I was thinking, hang on, mate. Like, nah, your you girls are super hot and you're like walking around going, we need dates. We haven't got dates. And then one keeps turning around, referring to, oh, I'm, I'm, you know, tonight's got to be special. It's going to be my first time. I'm like, what is going on? Like, this is bizarre. Like, there's something, something's fishy with this group. Like, and I was like, oh, okay. So they'll just flat out going up to guys, going, you know, we don't have a date. Do you want to come with us to this amazing party? And I'm like, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would have, like, in, in that scenario, I would have been like, nah, I'm good. I don't, I don't know, like, there's just, there's just something wrong, prolifically wrong, about a, a group of attractive girls asking all these guys out, like, because they can't get dates for some apparent reason. It's, it's just, it just, yeah, it's very weird. So, anyway, these guys, well, they think we're their other brain and go, yeah, no worries, We're gonna we're just going to follow these girls, no problems, into the forest, into this party no props like yeah okay um so yeah that's what these news news guys do and that's that sub kind of storyline there um second storyline is this uh guy dressed as a vampire going around um uh, biting like a lady like attacks a lady and uh and then for some reason manages to intertwine with The group of girls that want to have that are having a party in the forest, so he ends up hooking up with them. The start of the the start of the film as well is following Principal Wilkins and his son Billy, and also this problematic kid that is going up and down the street smashing all the jack-o'-lanterns, and Sam is kind of following this kid as well. Because he's he's wrecking tradition, like he's smashing jack-o'-lanterns, like, uh, and there's another group of teen kids, and they're getting annoyed because they need to collect these jack-o'-lanterns for um, an event that they're gonna be partaking in, and they can't because all the jack-o'-lanterns are getting smashed by this kid at the start. So everything's all connecting together by the. By the mid part of this film, you're like, okay, everything's kind of piecing together here. It's all connected. Like, okay, fair enough. And then, um, so I'm trying to go around this as much as possible without dropping spoilers uh, or, or wrecking it. If you haven't seen it, I'm just, um, so anyway, you've got this group of kids and they're on the hunt and they've tagged along this nerdy girl that the other girls in the group have instantly got their backs up because one of obviously one of the guys that they like is taking a shine to the nerdy girl. And so they don't like this. They wanna they wanna get the nerdy girl back or give her a hard time because, you know, um I don't know why, they're they're young teen girls but they're all put out of place because, you know, the hot guy in the group is not paying attention to them, he's paying attention to the the nerdy quiet girl that um So they're kind of giving her a bit of stick. They they they're making her life a bit difficult. They're just being smart to her, like they're snapping back at her. They're just you know they're just being nasty. And uh, anyway, this young guy that's sweet on her uh, is treating her quite well. So yeah, anyway. So their main aim is to collect eight jack o' lanterns. And the reason why they are collecting eight jack o' lanterns is that there is a story that is told that I'm not going to talk about on this. Blog, uh, and they need the eight jack-o'-lanterns for this specific story uh, to create this specific event. If if they can bring these eight jack-o'-lanterns to this one location, so that's that's the plan for them. Of course, because it's trick or treat and it's a horror movie, it goes wrong. (laughs) Like so, so I'll just leave it at that. Uh, Yeah, and. Yeah, you wouldn't have a booby, like if uh, you wouldn't have a horror movie if that if that did well, that wasn't the case. So, um yeah, goes kind of goes wrong. And uh, you know, once again, another cautionary tale. And then it kind of whips back around to uh Principal Wilkins neighbor, Mr. Krieg. Now they you bump into Mr. Krieg at the start of the film, he yells at Principal Wilkins and the kid, um, and and he yells at the kid for being in his yard, which is really weird because the kid is actually in the movie at the uh, is in the house at the start of the movie and never goes near his yard. So even the prison of kind of like what? It's not even in your like it's not even near your house like. So it was a bit weird. So he thinks um, Billy's been mucking around in his house. He finds out that it's not Billy at all. Um, he finds out the hard way. So, and then the last kind of story is uh, kind of wraps around Mr. Krieg and the uh, kind of a run-in that he ends up um, having. So, uh, because he's not a particularly nice man, uh, everyone, uh, you know, doesn't really miss this guy. So when stuff happens, they're just not, they're not really paying attention to him. Mr. Krieg is played by Brian Cox. Now, Brian Cox, you would know from the autopsy of Jane Doe recently, as the horror film, but you would also know him through many different things. He's a Scottish actor, so he was in the movie Braveheart as well, um, and is in other uh, UK and US movies. He's, he's got quite a quite a film credit, so uh, yeah. So it was good to see him in this uh, in this role. He, he played it quite well. So, yeah, anyway, that's that's pretty much trick or treat without getting into it. However, like I said, I'm going to be uh, reviewing this on the podcast channel, and the podcast channel is where I'm going to start getting into the real nitty-gritty of, of the story and start like, talking each individual story as it goes on. So, yeah, if you haven't seen the film, go check it out. highly recommend it. Go check it out and then listen to this the... the um, podcast episode later that will be tomorrow that will be occurring Uh, yeah so but definitely don't listen to the podcast if you haven't seen the movie because I'll spoil it for you and you'll get angry so and I don't want that cool so I'm just going to quickly move on so this is my horrible mention for episode 13 haunt Um, it is available on the for purchasing online as a streaming service So you would get it on um, Amazon Prime. And I don't think it's on the YouTube yet. I don't think you could do YouTube full movie haunt. I don't think you're there there yet with that, but you'd have to use a download service or there is, um, I purchased it at Sanity. Um, It's also available at JB Hi-Fi. It's also available to buy online uh, pretty much, yeah. Uh, eBay and stuff like that and like I keep saying, if you go to a cheap um, I mean Big W, like department stores, they sell multi-regional DVD players now, so if you're really hard pressed to get a movie uh, to play that's overseas, just get one of those, you can actually buy an overseas uh, movie and bring it over and you'll be able to watch it, no issue, so um, yeah, you'd have to probably bite the bullet and actually purchase it Uh, I don't know how comfortable you feel about doing that, but um, it's definitely a high recommend. So the premise is that there's a group of teenagers, they're, they're packing up for Halloween. They want to go out and do a Halloween party and they come across um, this uh, extreme Halloween party extravaganza um, event. The reason why they're there is a summary is that one of them is having an issue with a ex-boyfriend. And they are getting chased and pursued, and they go into this place to get away from it. Uh, and in doing so, in escaping what they think is one threat, they go straight into multiple threats in this in this house. Um, the cast for this 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 movie is amazing for the pure fact that you've got a group of teenagers. In this scenario, like most horror films, you hate them. They give you the ninies They drive you nuts, right? In this movie here, you like them. You actually like these groups. Like you'd be like, yeah, I'll be mates with these guys. No problems. They're really they're funny, laid back. You know, they're not annoying. They're not rude. You know, they don't treat each other badly. One's not the jock. One's not the super dude. Like there's none of that. Like they're just a group of teens that just group of normal kids and they go out and they go to this extreme thing because they think that's what it is. And it turns out not to be the case and it goes wrong. So, uh, that's the premise. It was written and directed by two guys. You got Brian, Brian, sorry, of, what's the, uh, Brian, Brian Woods and Scott, uh, Scott, Scott Beck, apologies. My pen, my writing was very small, and I was like, "Holy dooly!" Um, yeah. So these two guys actually wrote and directed together. Um, they, they they both wrote together on uh, Quiet Place One and Two. So you can tell that these guys have gelled that well that they've they've created one this really spectacular screenplay for this film, and two the casting they've just nailed it like so you could tell that the actors because these guys work well and they gel well it's flowed onto these actors and actresses and they've returned the favor by giving these really good performances so this that's why this movie works and it does really really well so it's it was made for five million and it made two million two hundred and thirty three thousand that's not its fault because this is a straight to DVD, straight to streaming. Well, that's all it's done now. This is the age that we live in. So, you know, it didn't do it. It wasn't available at a cinema um, or anything like that. So that's that's why um, the low gross, and it's not because it's, it's not a good movie. It's a fantastic movie. And I think this movie would have easily overshot the five million gross if it opened in a theater, but it did so. And yeah, so that's, it is what it is. So don't let that budget thing, It's this is outstanding. I give this movie an 8 out of 10. Like I said, it's a horrible mention. I will be talking in depth about this film in the podcast. Um, So stick around tomorrow for that. Um, Yeah, Uh, very, very good. Uh, Very graphic. Uh, So when it starts to go sideways, uh, you really are invested at this point. Because, uh, like I said, you get to know these group of teens. They're really likable, and then it goes bad, and then you're like, oh my god, you're you're on the edge of the seat for them. And that's and it's been a long time since I've felt that way for a group of characters in a film. More than the usual, the usual formula is you don't like them, or you like maybe two, and then there's a final girl you know, this is kind of thrown it on its head, like how they've done it. They've obviously said, we don't want to be like every other film. And and so they've really gone out of their way to, to kind of chop it up and change it. And they've done a fantastic job in doing that. So that's really, really good. So, yeah. So like I said, once again, uh, that's episode 13. So I uh, hope you in, enjoyed uh, the kind of little sprint through. Of these movies I hope you enjoyed your Halloween evening um, unfortunately yeah the way it is this year Halloween was a little bit of a write-off um, uh, some states were affected a bit more overseas was affected even stronger so yeah we just had to do what we we could do uh, and just uh, spread a little bit of enjoyment uh, and uh, just get together with loved ones and friends and, and just basically you know watch Uh, scary movies that we enjoy and uh, just kind of give us a give us a bit of a chance to just forget about what's happening and uh, just have a little bit of enjoyment and and take care of yourself and that's 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 the kind of the main thing uh, that you really want to take away from it so cool anywho so thank you very much for listening Uh, again thank you very much to laura um for for the great uh job that you did with the cause cosmetics on on my face and uh, yeah so good job and uh, like I said once again good job kind of uh, fixing up the mr. potato head that I am <laughs> so well done uh, also to guys just uh, just again uh, a little bit of a plug for the Hospital Research Foundation if you could just uh, go to the, the blog underneath the link Underneath this video or two videos down on my Facebook group. You will find the link to my um, Page that I've got there. So just donate what you can and like I said, it's for a really good cause and uh, yeah, that will be great Cool. So anyway, thank you very much Stay scary and I'll see